We pick up at the very top of Daf uh, Mem Aleph at uh, Mem Aleph Alma Aleph forty one uh, at the very top. The Amar of Chista of Chista says Ein Hakinim uh, mit Parasot Ella or Belikichat Baalim or Ba Asiat Kwain. So uh, Rav Chista gives a makes a statement. He says uh, pairs of birds, literally nests, uh, which you know sometimes you have to bring uh, birds. There are a number of uh, people that have to bring birds. Uh, for example. A, um, uh, a a a poor person uh, who brings a korban olaviyored, which we're going to discuss. Uh, but uh, a, a woman that's given birth, a uh, poor woman that's given birth, uh, a, a matzora uh, who's poor also has to give a uh, a pair of birds, a zava or a zava. Uh, they all have to uh, bring a pair of birds. One is offered up as a chatat, and one is offered up as an ola. And uh, what Rav Chista says uh, about them, he says uh, the the designation of this pair of birds uh, is either done at one of two stages, either at the very beginning, al kichat balim, when the when the owner uh, buys them, he takes them for the first time, he says uh, he designates them uh, at that very first uh, moment, or baasiat kohen, or the when the kohen sacrifices these birds. Uh, on the altar, he does it with something called malika. Uh, he takes his uh, right fingernail and slices through the back of the coins uh, of the uh, the bird's neck. Uh, that's called the kohen's melek malika, and uh, that uh, fixes them. So either at the very beginning, uh, where the owner takes them, or at the very end, uh, but nothing in between. And now we, you know, just why, why is this suddenly coming up here? Uh, is because we've had a pair of of goats, and uh, and now we, uh, you know, having this pair of birds. So we kind of uh, say about this this pair of birds uh, that's either done the very beginning or the very end so the cash is going to be um, oh, let, let's just work out. Amar uh, Shimi ben Ashi, Rav Shimi ben Ashi says as follows: My time at Rav Kisti gives the reason uh, for this dictive. The pasuk says Velakha, uh, when it, it says the the the, the woman that uh, um, has uh, has given birth. It says she has to take uh, two uh, turtle doves or two young pigeons. Stay. Um, uh, you know, b'nai or na, um, and uh, it, it says uh, about that uh, she has to offer up echad lechatat vechad lola, and so it, it talks about that, and it says uh, later on where it talks about I think it's in the the, the parsha of Matzora uh, where it says about the 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 kohen, uh, it says the kohen offers them echad lechatat vechad lola, so v'asa that's what asa means over there, so it's either at the time of lacha uh, where the at, uh, the beginning when the woman takes these birds or else it's asa when the kohen does it or belikicha or beasia either at the uh, taking them or uh, when the kohen actually does them so now the cash is going to be made uh, as we had previously in the brighter uh, it says about it uh, the the goral uh, the lottery it says you make that the goral uh, makes it into a chatat hagoral osa chatat veinashem osa so we say that uh, the goral, the lottery, makes it into a chatat, but uh, just designating it uh, verbally.
Ruli does not make it into a Chatat. Uh, so, you know, Shiachol, Velo Dinu. And as we saw, uh, you might have thought the opposite. Logically, you could have worked out the opposite way. Why? If when you take animals or birds or whatever the case is, you decide to draw a lottery and you you don't say anything, but you just lift up your hand and 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 draw a lottery and draw a lot over one animal and draw a lot over another animal, that doesn't it's meaningless that without saying anything. So if you draw a lottery over normal animals, that doesn't work. However, kiddush Hashem, if you designate those animals, you say, oh, this animal is not allowed. That animal is a khatat, whatever you say, or bird, or whatever the case is, uh, that uh, the verbal designation is good enough. It makes it kadosh. Makom, However, in the case of these goats uh, that we have, uh, the goral does work, and the goral is effective. <coughs> How much more so uh, would you reason that uh, designation verbally is good enough? Uh, and uh, because uh, in, if in a case where the goral does work, uh, verbal designation should definitely work. The Gomorrah says uh, that is maybe logical, but the Pasuk contradicts that Tamad Lomar to uh, disabuse you of that uh, reasoning. It says, Vasayu uh, Khatat, it makes it into a Khatat, Hagoral, Osa Khatat, Vein Hashem, Osa Khatat. The Goral uh, makes it into a Khatat. The designation verbally does not make it into a chatat. All right, so uh, that, that's that. Uh, the Gemara said, you know, analyzes this a bit further. Uh, it says, and this is the kasha to. Uh, um, uh, Rav Chista. It says here we have the the the, the lottery, which is is uh, somewhere in the middle. It's not at the very beginning uh, where you where, where we bring in these goats, and it's also not at the very end uh, where the one goat is shechted. So it's kind of somewhere in the middle uh, that you have this lottery, and we see the lottery is effective. So that uh, goes against Rav Chista. Uh, it's neither at, at one of those two extremes, either the very, very beginning or the very end, uh, and we see that uh, it, it says Vukatani to cover. Uh, and we teach that uh, if it wasn't for that verse, we would have logically assumed the other, other way. And we would have said, uh, logically, it does work, even though it's sometime in the middle. Uh, and that goes against Rav Kista. Amarava, Rava says, no, uh, no, it doesn't go against Rav Kista. Haki Gitani, uh, this is what uh, we have to uh, say about it. Uh, in terms of uh, we use a lottery, even when you buy the animals, uh, you you, you come and you, you draw lots over them. You say, this one's a khatat, this one's an ola. Uh, you could, uh, you know, even if you would say that uh, at, the, at the time, uh, and it says, vafilu uh, vafilu And even if the coin uh, would do it at the time uh, of, uh, of uh, the, uh, the, the uh, actual offering itself, uh, it says, um, so so too uh, Kiddush Hashem B'Sha'at Lekika B'Sha'at so even if you would draw lots at the, at the time without saying anything uh, it, it wouldn't work uh, but uh, you know at the time of the actual shechting of the animal or at the time of the, uh, the the buying of the animal you would draw lots at that time they'd be totally ineffective, ineffective. however Kiddush Hashem B'Sha'at Lekika B'Sha'at however uh, when you when you verbally designate it either at the time of taking it or at the time of actually doing it, uh, it says it works. Um, so we say that uh, in, in the case of the Goral, 
that uh, which which is neither at the very beginning. You know, it's uh, it's not at the time of lekicha, at the time of taking, and uh, at, nor at the time of actually sacrificing animals. And then shikidish Hashem. But we see that uh, you might think that logically uh, that uh, verbally verbally designated b'shat lekicha v'shat either verbal designation uh, at the beginning or at uh, at the end uh, should definitely work. Uh, and and here as well, uh, you know, that, that's it. So it says Talmud Lomar that. That's the, the that's what the pasuk says. Vasayu uh, chatat. It makes it into a chatat koral, also chatat veinashem, also chatat. So, 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 you know, with this um, added on reason, it kind of includes, uh, you know, with uh, and, and and says it actually does not act as a kasha to Rav Chista uh, in this in this situation. Um, uh, because the the pasuk uh, tells you differently. All right, so we try again uh, to attack Rav Chista's opinion that there are only these two times, either at the very beginning or at the very end. Tashma v'tame mikdash ani v'hifrish ma'ot likucho. So it says v'hishir v'chakarachamach elu lechatov elu leolato. You know, so let's actually stop and and, and go through this. Um, so it says if a person comes in this is uh, requires a bit of background uh, it's talking here about the korban olav yoreit uh, based on the financial situation of a uh, a person uh, the the person if a person is rich he brings uh, one offering uh, if a person is poor he brings uh, two birds so if a person is rich he brings an animal offering uh, if a person is poor he brings two birds and if a person is totally uh, destitute you can't even afford two birds he brings uh, some flour he brings a minka offering uh, what is this uh, talking about there are these certain sins that are korban olev yoreid. It's for example, uh, if you violate uh, an oath, uh, or if you take a false oath to avoid giving testimony, and also if you come inside uh, the temple uh, when you are tame uh, and uh, and uh, or you eat uh, food, uh, holy food, uh, sacrificial food uh, while you are tame, uh, that is a, a problem. And uh, for this, it's a special. Korban olav yored, which goes up and down depending on the financial situation of the uh, of the person. Okay, there are other cases as well uh, that um, but there's a specifically a korban olav yored. Um, and uh, and uh, and that is there. There are other times. Um, you know where uh, we're going to see a mitzora uh, as well, but uh, that, that is going to be a separate case, uh, as we'll see below. All right. So now, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, we say a person bashat mitzame mikdash. So a person that comes into the Beit Hamikdash and he's an ani. Okay. Uh, at the time vifrish maot lekino, and he separates money for his uh, nest, i.e., his pair of birds, exactly as he's meant to bring a chatat and an olah. Uh, and then he becomes rich. Okay, and uh, and then what does he say? Uh, he says this is for my chatat, this is for my ola. So he he does that. But now the issue is, uh, even though uh, now he's become wealthy, uh, he's become rich. He has to bring an animal chatat. He wasn't aware of what uh, he needs to do, and uh, and uh, he still separates money uh, and says he designates the money. He says this money is for my chatat and this money is for my ola. Uh, okay, and uh, he still thinks he has to bring birds. So what happens in that situation? Uh, what does he have to do? He has to 
add more money in and he has to take uh, he has to buy an animal from the funds designated uh, for the bird khatat uh, he has to take money it's a khatat and he has to add on uh, and bring the extra money he has to bring an animal okay uh, it says but uh, once he's given money for the ola uh, he does not go and uh, add on more money uh, for that because once it's designated as an ola it can't be converted number one and also there's no need for it so he just have to uh, come and uh, bring that bird as a voluntary uh, ola over there okay but anyway hi hacha but uh, in any case what are we talking about here in this situation uh, that's not at the time of the original uh, you know um, you know when he first uh, got the money in uh, you know it's not taking the money uh, when he was poor uh, and uh, it says also uh, it wasn't uh, at the end where he's uh, you know the birds are being uh, used up so it's neither at the beginning nor at the end However, it says that it fixes that his designation is fixed, uh, which means uh, it, it is somewhere in the middle, and that goes against uh, Rav Kista. Uh, Rav Kista, would, uh, you know, the answer is as follows. Rav Sheshed, Rav Sheshed would say, uh, how can you understand uh, the Brata that way? Uh, it says, uh, Rav Elazar said that Rav Oshaya says, uh, a rich person who comes into the temple when he is rich, and then he brings the offering uh, that a poor person uh, is uh, is meant to bring. He has not fulfilled his obligation. Uh, there's, he's, he's done nothing. Okay, and it says, um uh, the fact that he hasn't fulfilled his obligation uh, well then how do you say that he has uh, fixed uh, the money uh, and, uh, and, and and said that the money is uh, it's meaningless if a person doesn't have to bring an ola uh, then what's he doing saying this money is an ola it doesn't fix anything uh, that money is not uh, an ola in that situation okay and, uh, and, and that's it so ma so we have to adjust uh, the brighter as well, Shikvar Asa Niyoto, right? He's uh, designated the money while he was poor, uh, and therefore that is no problem uh, to the thing. It says Hakanami Shikvar Asa Mishat Hefrasha. So the, the the same thing uh, in terms of Rav Chista, the way to understand Abrata uh, when we said that uh, he's already uh, t- taken the money uh, at that uh, at that earlier time and set it aside uh, with. Uh, with that, uh, with that earlier amount of uh, of money, uh, and uh, he has uh, fixed that money. So it is at the beginning when he takes it, uh, he has designated it uh, at the beginning, and therefore it's no problem to Rav Chista. However, we're still not quite out the woods. Rabbi uh, Chaga, uh, because we have Rabbi Chaga, Amar Rav and the name Rav Oshai, it says the Amar Yata, a rich person that brings a poor person's um, a bird offering. Uh, he says says he does actually fulfill his obligation uh, what can we say about that uh, again our question returns uh, because there's neither uh, the time uh, of, of of setting it aside initially and it's not the time of the Kohen actually doing the work uh, it says so therefore we have to adjust uh, the brighter uh, you know, don't say and afterwards uh, he, he, he said no afterwards he took it uh, you know 
i.e. when he actually separated uh, the pair of birds, this is what he said, and that therefore we see it is at the time of Lekicha, at the time of taking, which is uh, no problem to Rav Kista. The Gemara says, but that doesn't fit the words. Lekach, uh, if he's really taken the birds, uh, what, is, what do you mean? What, what does the words mean? What do you mean he adds on money? If he's already got the bird and he's got no money left because he would have spent the money, uh, so therefore he hasn't, uh, you know, he's, he's got no money uh, left if he's, if he's really bought the birds. Uh, so, how, you know, if then, you know, what, uh, what has he got, uh, you know, with, uh, with that? So therefore that can't be the case. The Gemara says, the Farakla, uh, no, you redeemed uh, the bird. He redeemed the bird and that's why he's now got money. The Gemara says, but we know, there's no such thing as a redemption of a bird. Animals, uh, in certain situations, if they become blemished, you can redeem them. But birds, uh, there's no concept of redemption uh, with a bird. Uh, okay, and... Um, you know that uh, that is uh, over here that uh, we there is no such thing as a redemption uh, of a bird. I think uh, there, there is a, a discussion uh, as to why that is because uh, normally when you uh, redeem something, it needs hemada varacha, it needs to be assessed, it has to be stand up and uh, in front of uh, the coin and assessed. So, so now you know with birds, birds don't stand around there; they fly. So you know there is no concept of redemption of a bird. So. Uh, we're still uh, struggling to understand what's going on, the exact case here. So, my papa, my papa says, no, kugon, shlaka, prayda echad. What does it mean? He took one bird. Uh, and as a result, ilak, i, ola, zavan. So, therefore, what is the case? If he bought an ola, mosifimavi, chovato, midei, chatat. So, he has to add money uh, and he has to buy a chatat animal. Uh, and therefore, this money that he did for the bird, uh, birds can be offered up as an Ola, uh, an Ola, and as, as an Arava, I, a free will offering, no problem with that. Uh, you can offer that up. Uh, however, if the bird that he bought was a Chatat, uh, you can't uh, add on money uh, to your Ola portion uh, because uh, it is, you can't swap an Ola for a Chatat. They are, are separate things. Uh, it says, and therefore you have to bring new money. And the surviving Chatat or the, the bird khatat, uh, is not going to work. You can't add on uh, money to this. Uh, therefore, what happens to that bird uh, just has to go to meta uh, the same way uh, as um, we uh, we know that uh, an owner who has uh, a khatat, whose owner has achieved atonement in another place, uh, uh, you know, has to has to die. Khatat shemeta, there are five khatot that uh, die. Okay, uh, Gufa, going back to what we uh, had uh, before, Amaravelaza, Amaravi. Yoshaya, he says, Matame Mikdash, Ashir Vavi Kobanani, Loyatza, the person that was rich uh, and then goes into the temple uh, and, uh, you know, and, uh, while he is Tame and then realizes uh, afterwards he has to, and he, and he brings, instead of an animal, he brings this uh, pair of birds, uh, then Kobanani, he has not fulfilled his obligation. Uh, however, Rav Chaga, I'm Rav Yoshaya, Yatza, uh, Rav Chaga, the son of Rav Yoshaya, says that he has fulfilled his obligation. Okay, so uh, we have to analyze that now. Maitve, uh, we said, Matsura, Ani, Shamiv, Korban, Ashu, Yatza, the um, Mishnah 
in the Gaim says, uh, a poor Mitzorah, uh, who is uh, who comes and he kind of upgrades uh, his offering uh, and uh, and he brings a rich person's uh, thing, uh, a rich person's offering. Uh, it says he actually has fulfilled his obligation because he's gone like above and beyond uh, his uh, his requirements over here. Uh, he's gone, uh, you know, mudar, uh, in you know, if you're talking about, for example, Lulav and Etrog, etc., he's gone like an extra level up instead of uh, standard, he's gone extra special even though he was under no obligation to do that he's that's that's good uh for him to do okay however the opposite way uh, a rich person who brings a poor person's korban loyata he has not fulfilled his obligation uh over there uh you know so how do we you know how, how do we gel that uh with uh, with what we uh with, with you know this mishnah in uh, in the gaim uh with what uh, rav Chaga says and the answer is uh because rav Chaga says he has fulfilled his obligation a rich person who brings a poor person's obligation uh, a poor person's set of birds has fulfilled his obligations how do yeah why do we say here that he has not fulfilled his obligation no uh, in the case of the matura uh, it specifically says zot zot ratamara beyond you know tarato on the day that he gets purified uh, and it says this uh, is you know specifically this uh, is uh, is able uh, to be done uh, you know the, sorry this has to be done with a matsura in other words a matsura is a special exception uh, the, the the question that we brought was for a korban olaviorate an offering that goes up and down depending on the person's financial status and uh, that's a korban and uh, whereas uh, and that we, as we said was for specific sins like coming into the Beit HaMikdash when you're tame, uh, eating uh, food uh, sacrificial food when you're tame, uh, the, the, the violating the oath and as well as that um, uh, t- taking an oath uh, or swearing uh, that you don't know testimony when you do know testimony so it's those specific things uh, that um, we you know Rav Chaga uh, would say that uh, a rich person that brings a poor person's uh, thing has fulfilled his obligation when it comes to Matsura though uh, it, uh, depending on your financial situation but it says here Zot uh, specifically Zot in other words uh, that exactly it has to be done precisely uh, without any form of deviation uh, the Gemara says well Ihachi if that is the case Rashanami. Uh, so then when a poor person a poor Matsura brings a rich Matsura's uh, uh, things uh, that would also uh, not work he brings a rich person's sacrifices no Hi, Rabbi Rahmana. The Torah adds on uh, to that where it talks about Torah. Uh, this is the law of it. Okay, so uh, it says Vatanya, and we bring a brata that backs it up uh, and says Torah. Uh, so Torah comes to expand things and to include a, a rich Matsura who brings the korban of a poor Matsura. You might think that a uh, uh, sorry, Matsura Ani, a poor, a poor one that brings a rich person's thing, so he upgrades it, so that, that is good. Yahoo, you think it could go the other way. A rich person uh, that brings a poor person's korban, you might think that's works. Talmud Lomar, Zot. So uh, Zot comes to exclude, and uh, Torat comes to include. Uh, and that's, that's what we have over there. All right, uh, the Gemara says, So why don't we uh, learn uh, the one, the korban, 
v'yored uh, from the the, the Matsura. Why don't we learn uh, the two of them, uh, one from each other? Miutrachmana uh, v'im dalhu. If it specifically talks about the Matsura, it says if he is uh, puya. Poor, uh, and therefore he uh, means that he specifically uh, is uh, is pure, poor, uh, and um, and therefore uh, it's it's it specifies the matzora and it doesn't generalize it uh, to the uh, the other things. So that's how Rav Chaga uh, can say uh, a rich person who brings a poor person's korban uh, olaviorate uh, in those other things besides the matzora uh, that does work. Okay, uh, next Mishnah, carrying on with the service. Kasher Lashon Shazahorit Barosh Asira Mishnalach. The Kohen Gadol ties a strip of uh, this uh, scarlet wool to the horns of the Seir that is going to be sent away. And he puts him opposite the place where it gets sent out from I, the gate of Nicanor. It says, Venishkat, the one that's going to be shechted, Keneged Beit and he puts it next to the pla- uh, opposite the place where it's going to be shechted. So now that's a bit ambiguous. Uh, does that mean uh, the Gemara is going to ask uh, that also uh, nearby the place uh, where it's going to be shechted that we let it um, uh, hang around now? Or does it mean he puts a strip of wool uh, around its neck? Okay, so we'll deal with that in a, in a second. However... We continue with the Mishnah in the service. Balo Eitzel Para Paro Shnia. He comes to his uh, par a second time. He's already confessed over it uh, for himself and his household. And now what he does, uh, he comes a second time and confesses again over the same par. Very similar to our previous Mishnah. He puts both hands on the on the uh, on the on the offering and he leans down on it. He does smicha on it and he confesses. Uh, and and this is what he says. Ana Hashem. Uh, you know, Hashem, and as we mentioned, that is either Hashem's four-letter name or forty-two-letter name. Chatatia uh, vitpeshati. Here it goes into the rabbi's uh, view of how you meant to do it, from a lower sin to a uh, higher sin. Lefanecha ani veiti u bnei Aaron am kuchecha. So he says, myself and my household, and uh, he says the household of Aaron, I, my fellow kohenim, am kuchecha, your holy nation. So he does it on not only behalf of his own family, but on the whole. On behalf of his whole tribe uh, and of, of Kohanim. And Anna Hashem, the second time we mention Hashem's name, Kapar, now uh, uh, forgive Lavonot, Plashim, Lachatim. Right, so now we move on to the, the way the Mishnah had said it before. Rabbi Meir's opinion, Davon, uh, uh, a deliberate sin, a Pesha, uh, is a rebellious sin, and then Chataim, uh, to go down uh, to your more inadvertent sins. Uh, again, Shaviti, Peshati, Shechatati, Lefanecha, Nivetu, Vene, Aaron, uh, that we have sinned against you in all these different ways, uh, myself and my household and your uh, your tribe of Aaron, your holy tribe. As is written in Moshe's Torah, on this day you will have atonement at uh, to purify you from all your sins. Hashem in front of Hashem, you will be pure. And he says when Hashem is Hashem's name, uh, that is also um, uh, the real name of Hashem uh, and we said and they answer after him Baruch Shem Kod Machatol Lamved they answer him Baruch Shem Kod Machatol Lamved here again we see the three mentions of Hashem's name so each confession uh, we've had one where it was three and here the second one where it's three uh, and then there's th- going to be a third confession over this Ir Lazazel that's going to be another three and then as we mentioned 
the uh, when he draws uh, the the lots, uh, he says Lashem, and that was also using Hashem's full name. Uh, and uh, we see those were the ten times that uh, you uh, that, that Hashem's name is mentioned in the Beit Hamikdash. All right, uh, going back to our initial question, which I had mentioned, Ibal, who's the question is Lishuk. Uh, um, to the one that is going to be shechted, um, he says, Akshira, uh, Kai, or Kai. What does it mean? Does he tie a ribbon round its neck, this uh, strip of wool, uh, of uh, scarlet wool round its neck, crimson wool? Uh, he says, and, and therefore it's sacrificed. I mean, it's uh, going to be sacrificed. We tie a string round its neck uh, at the place, you know, at its neck where it's going to be sacrificed. Or uh, is it talking about uh, where you put it and placing it uh, the same way as you place this? just about out uh, the gate of uh, Nicanor uh, you place it facing that way so too here you place the, the goat uh, facing uh, the place where it's going to be shechted okay uh, and so you know that is the question Tashma Datani Rav Yosef Rav Yosef taught Keshe Lashon Shazorit Horosh Ira Mishdalech Vamido Keneged Beit Shlucho he says he ties this uh, crimson wool on the on the head of the of the goat that is going to be sent to Azazel uh, and he says is he, uh, and you also tie a um, uh, um, uh, and he puts it uh, facing outwards and, and the one that's going to be uh, shechted Inside the Beit Hamikdash, connected by Shkita Tor, opposite its Shkita Shlo Yit Arav Bazei Ubazei, so that it won't get mixed up uh, with another goat. Uh, it says Vlo Yit Arav Bacherim. So sorry, it's not going to get mixed up. Zei Bazei, the 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 scapegoat, uh, the one for Azazel, is not going to get mixed up with the the goat that's going Lifnayv Lifnim uh, inside the Beit Hamikdash, uh, inside the Holy of Holies, actually, uh, and uh, and also. That it's not going to get mixed up uh, with other goats that are, are running around uh, in the Beit Hamikdash. I, for example, the Musaf offering uh, of the day. So in in this thing, so the Gemara says, Yamata Bishlama Akshirakai. If you tie the 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 this rope, I mean this um, wool round its neck, the scarlet wool round its neck, Shapri, this makes sense uh, because then you can differentiate it and won't get lost amongst other animals in the Beit Hamikdash. Ella Yamata Hemada Kai. If you just place it in the place where it's going to be shifted in future. Uh, you know, next to its twin. It's not going to get confused. Because one's got uh, a, a scarlet strip around its uh, um, horns and the other one has not got uh, this uh, scarlet strip around its horns. Okay, so therefore between the, the, the two goats that are similar um, looking, you're not going to get confused. Bachrini, if I ever, for example, the Musaf offering, uh, which is a goat, one of them is a part of it is a goat, uh, you will get confused, uh, or could conceivably uh, get confused, could get mixed up. It must be tying a strip of uh, gold, this uh, red thread, uh, this crimson thread around its uh, neck uh, to differentiate it from anything else. So you'll be able to tell it different because the, the, from Azazel's got one on its horns, and this one's got one round its neck. Uh, and this will stop it getting confused with Azazel as well as any other animals that are in the Beit HaMikdash. And we say, Shema Mina. Uh, we've, uh, we conclude from there. All right. I'm Rav Yitzhak. Now Rav Yitzhak says uh, as well, 
Shtaylon Shonot Shamati, I've heard about two different uh, strips of wool. Echad Shel Parah, Echad Shel Seir Hamishlach. One is of the Paraduma, uh, which we're going to spend quite a bit of time on in the next few daf. Uh, the Paraduma, uh, which gets burned on uh, the Mount of Olives, Haramishka. Uh, we had this earlier on in our Masechet, where we see, you know, where he stands and which how he has to look over the gate uh, into the uh, into the Heichal, uh, etc. You have to, you know, the walls have to be a certain size and and you know, looking upwards and through the walls, etc. We had that whole. Uh, discussion. Uh, so it's burned on the eastern side of Jerusalem, uh, the Paradima facing uh, the temple. All right, so uh, the ones of the Paradima, uh, you have to use uh, this uh, crimson wool in it. As we're going to see, you have to throw crimson wool and uh, and Azov uh, and um, and uh, uh, this eight areas. Uh, you have to use the cedar wood. You have to use the 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 wool, and you have to use um, this uh, you know this uh, uh, the the hyssop, and you have to throw it el toch para in the middle of the the burning of the para. Okay, so that's what you have to do. Uh, and he says. Uh, so Rav Yitzchak's point was, he says in the Paraduma, uh, and and I heard another thing with the uh, with the wool of uh, of this uh, uh, this this goat for the Azazel, and he says one one needs a minimum amount, one does not need a minimum amount, and I don't know which one is which. Uh, he says, I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, uh, well, let's uh, examine it over here. Uh, it says, uh, makes sense. Um, Shels ear hamishdalach the 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 scapegoat right the ear that gets sent away to buy chaluka that needs to get divided uh, as we're going to see uh, in you know in a few weeks time uh, when we see this ear azazel uh, it says the the strip uh, the red strip gets divided uh, by shear. Some gets put on uh, the left between the horns and some gets tied to a rock. And then when it gets thrown off the cliff, the, uh, miraculously, uh, once the sins are forgiven, uh, that strip of uh, crimson wool suddenly turns white. Uh, and you have to see it. Uh, the, the person that's out there with this mishdalach has to see what's going on here. Uh, so it says, because you have to divide it, surely it's logical by sure that it needs a certain size. Uh, but the Paradima, you take it and, and you tie up the uh, the Paradima, uh, with I mean the the, the you take the the wool and as you tie it to the the um uh, the, the 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 wood and uh, the the hyssop the azov uh, and you throw it inside uh, the the burning uh, paraduma uh, that uh, there's no division over there you just throw it all in uh, together it doesn't need chaluka it doesn't need division law by share and therefore it could be smaller that's Rav Yosef's uh, um, understanding Matkevla Rami Bachana Rami Rami disagrees with that he says there pa hi by covid uh, he says uh, it needs to have a certain amount of weight uh, because we sell it, it because we said the pasuk says al toch para into the middle of the burning of the uh, the paradama. So it has to go into the middle, and because it has to go into the middle, it needs a certain amount of weight. So that's the thing uh, that needs a certain amount uh, of of weight uh, to it. Amalei Rava kovet tanai kovet says Rava is a machloket tanaim where it has to be. Um, uh, that uh, you know have a uh, a big weight. Okay, we'll get to that in a moment uh, as well. The uh, para law by Chaluka is it really true that the 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 
paradema. Uh, string uh, or, or wool uh, does not need uh, splitting up. Eight uh, Vabaya says, what about the following? Uh, in uh, Mishnah in Para, Ketzeru will say, Korchan Bishiare Lashon. He says he, he ties uh, the, the wood and the Azov uh, uh, together with the leftover, the Share, the leftover of the Lashon, uh, the leftover of the strip of wool. Uh, okay, um, uh, it says, so the leftover must mean. Um, uh, there must have been a full amount before when you can somehow split it. The Gemara answers on that. Ama bizanav lashon. No, what does it mean with a with an end bit? Uh, sometimes you have the tail bit, literally, of uh, the strip. It kind of uh, frays at the end, and those are the parts that you'd use to tie it all uh, together. All right. Um, so uh, as we mentioned, Amarav Khanin Amarav Amarav in the name of Rav. Eight areas. Ushni Tulat Shlacha Shalhevet Kushara. What happens if you, uh, um, you know, these things get burned up in midair? Okay, and. Um, the the wood and the and the wool gets uh, burnt in mid air uh, according to Rav Khanin, Khanin in the name of Rav uh, he says that is kashera it is still good uh, doesn't have to fall directly in the middle uh, of uh, this thing Maitva uh, it says nit havhev halashon we 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 challenge that because the Brata says uh, if it was burnt uh, in uh, you know in mid air uh, before it actually gets into the middle of the fire mevi lashon acher umakara you have to it doesn't work and you have to bring a another uh, strip of wool and uh, and sanctify it again and uh, and then make sure that it goes into the middle of the fire so the answer is amrabai law kasha there's no there's no difficulty over there they are arguing about uh, they aren't they aren't arguing they're just talking about different cases law kasha can law bukolachat can benich perfect right uh, the one is where the fire is burning very high uh, so you throw everything in and it kind of gets burnt in mid-air with like a flame uh, that, that shoots out as it were uh, and therefore it's not very close at all to the middle of the cow so that wouldn't be any good for the pride of however uh, in the other case Rav Khanin, uh, he says where you throw it in and it gets burnt uh, even though it hasn't dropped in yet uh, that is where it's a very low fire so you can say uh, it is still very close uh, to to each other okay uh, and, and now we get uh, to the that, that statement they had before Rav Amar Kovet Tanahi where the weight is needed is Machloket Tanahim how so Detanya Lama Korachan why do you uh, tie uh, the this uh, all these things together uh, the, the the wood and the wool and the and the and the, and the hyssop okay the eight areas G'day Shiyu Kulan Ba'aguda Chad Rebi Rebi says no it's nice uh, to to uh, tie it all together and they, they burn uh, all together that makes sense you know you don't throw it in one after the other you make sure that it's all thrown in at one time uh, that's Rebbe's opinion uh, Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon Omer uh, Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon says no you, Bahen Kovet it has to have weight uh, in other words so that it falls you put it toch Srefata Para that has to fall in the middle of the uh, this uh, Para Aduma the burning of the Para Aduma uh, and so we see that uh, Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon uh, says it does need Need weight and Rebbe uh, is just no, it just has to be together, but it does not actually need weight. All right, we will uh, leave it there. Uh, everyone should have a great day, and we'll pick up tomorrow with more discussion, as we mentioned uh, a lot of it about the Para Adama.